What's up, everybody? My name is Anthony Irvin. You beat yourself? Yeah. Yeah, see me myself. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh. I'm Jim Green. Don't even leave that hit of <laughs> traffic light. <laughs> okay, good. Welcome to One Set. Like, recently, we've been going up, like, late Thursday and coming home, like, Monday afternoon. Um... But I had to work late Thursday night, so we wound up not going up till like midday Friday. And then I had to teach today, so we came home last night. So it was like a forty-eight hour in and out kind of thing. So, I mean, there isn't a lot to even mm-hmm. like, talk about there. We just hung out with her fam. It was really low key. There's not much to even say about it. Um, right. Well, hey, it's at least better than sitting around in Delco. <laughs> All weekend. Yeah. So, but I mean, at least you have a different scene. I mean, I, I can say that that's where I was when I found out about your situation. Um, but, um, mm-hmm. like that, like I can let everyone know, like it, it was really cool that Anthony, like, lied to me <laughs> to get me to not lied, but, <laughs> but he, he, he played his cards right to get me to video call him. He used his kid to his advantage. <laughs> um, yeah. Cause I, I figured it wasn't gonna, it was going to make it like, not that you probably would have thought something of it, but I don't usually just text you and say, Hey, can you video chat for like five minutes? Unless it was like, not like necessarily an emergency, but like unless I had like something to like specifically show you or I had given you a heads up. Hey, I might need to uh, video chat with you for some reason at this part of time. I just don't randomly say, hey, video chat me like in two seconds now. <laughs> it's rare. Like when you when you did the gender reveal. Pardon me. When you did the gender reveal and you caught us. I don't even remember if you said we want to share the gender. Like, I don't even know if you spelled it out like that or if you pulled some Whoopsie. like this again. <laughs> um, but uh, I forget what I did last time because I, I didn't have a kid last time to really uh, shake it up with you. <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, I don't remember how you did that. So I, I forget how I. Um, I think you might have told me. Uh, it was it was definitely a different time because we had the pandemic going on and you know so we weren't really doing much so i mean it's not like we had a lot going on to really cloud our minds about okay so So that's fair you probably used because we were actually like video calling each other like just at random whenever because like i think a lot of people did that because we weren't really going out and seeing each other so i would put money on it that that's what you did and i i didn't think anything of it because i was just like okay sure like we're all doing this with like random not not random not that you're random but like we're just doing this at random anyway whatever so i i I don't think i thought anything of it and i'm pretty sure that that's how that played out that time um because i can't remember life being normal around us and you just being like hey want a video call because we just generally don't except for this obviously at this point um 
yeah and we weren't even doing this we, like at the time the pan the the podcast wasn't even a thing or a thought at that point so we were just kind of you know just still chatting through uh facebook messenger and everything just like we usually do uh so when you when you uh video called me to do the gender reveal was that like maybe April or May before Little Tone was born in August? Because it was like six months in, right? It had to have been around, yeah, it was around the 20-week mark. So I'd say, yeah, somewhere around like the March, April-ish well, time. March. March. Well, no, it probably, it, it couldn't have been. It, it had to be, yeah. I'm trying to think. Yeah, because I, because we announced in January, and that was around twelve. So, it, it, yeah, I guess maybe like March time or something. Okay. So, I mean, March, I mean, April. I mean, everything closed down. Like, I think March thirteenth. It was a Friday the thirteenth when like the the world yeah. shut down, right? Um. So I feel like the video call for yeah, it, it was insane. I feel like the video call for the gender reveal I don't think you told me like that I don't think you like gave me the heads up like hey I want to video call you because we're going to let you like I don't think you let in with that out I, I think you were just like um you know when are you free are you free at all like today this evening and I'm like I'm not going anywhere <laughs> So um yeah. Yeah, that that was facilitated pretty easily. I was just glad um because I was up in the mountains again this weekend and <laughs> you and and you can tell me if you thought <laughs> if you thought that like the cuz we were you were like, "Oh, bring your microphone and your stuff in case if we do like a Patreon with the four of us." And like I literally had my microphone and my tripod upstairs and and um my camera like I had everything like up next to the bag, and we were just it was very much like we were going to get on the road early in the morning. I had to do an oil change on my car um and by the time I got done doing that and I showered and we were like packing up it and then all of a sudden um we decided like, okay, we don't have to get on the road immediately. So like where my mind was like, okay, what do we need? 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 By the time, um, not me uh -huh. who decided, sorry, throwing the, my partner here under the bus was like, <laughs> who, who had initially, <laughs> initially said, all right, well, if we leave by three, like, you know, we'll get up there by like, you know, seven or eight or whatever. And I was like, okay. So like, yeah. I was just chilling out for a while. I didn't sleep all the night before. Um, so I was just relaxing. Um, and then all of a sudden it was like 1245 and she decided, oh, we should get on the road around two. And I'm like, you know, I'm not like super fast. Like everyone knows that I like take my time and I'm a slow mover kind of thing. Um, late for everything. Uh, I know it. I get it. Own it. Um, but I was <laughs> I was moving quick, and I was moving quick to the point where, like, 
this happened to me the last time we went away where it was like I was grabbing everything, putting it in a car like sequentially because we put the dog in the back seat. Like you don't want stuff toppling over on him. So it's got to like fit perfectly. The good thing is um, we took my car, which has like a trunk space in the back rather than her truck is just like the back seat. It's it's a nice size back seat, but we have to put everything in there. Whereas with the car, I can put things in the trunk and then just put like some of the items in the backseat where it's like, Hey, if we want to just reach back, if we need it, it's right there. Um, and it's better for the dog. But anyway, yeah, I, I just, I was like stressed running around and I was starting to, to get irritated because I don't like to move quickly because I thought I had it until yeah. three. And then she said, eh, we should push for two. Um, yeah, let's make things more stressful. Okay, great. Okay, great. <laughs> to the point where, like, I was, like, about ready. And I was like, I think I might want to shower. And then I was like, I'm going to shower and get... Because it was... So the last episode that we recorded, we were talking about how it didn't really feel like summer. It was feeling like summer yeah. the day that we were getting ready to leave. It was, like, 92 <laughs> degrees easy. I had to... Yeah, I had to get up early to do the oil change on my car, not because we wanted to get on the road early, but because it was going to be 80, 85 degrees by 10 a.m. So I was like, OK, if I start at eight and I'm done, you know, oil changes don't take that long if you're experienced. But I've only done it independently on my own, like a handful of times. And when you do only every six months, you have to like reteach yourself the process. If you're. Yeah, I've never done any of that. Yeah, so so uh, I mean. It's it seems I know it's a, not that complicated. It's one of the less complicated things to do on a car, I would mm-hmm. believe. Again, I am not a novice car person. So but I I know like, you know, other than, you know, you know, just changing out certain small things. But like when it comes to being under the hood and doing stuff, like I think the oil change is probably like one of the like more easier things that you can do by yourself. Yeah, I mean, uh, but I, I've never done it. And I, I had done it with my dad maybe a dozen times, but again, when it's only every six months or yeah, they recommend three to 5,000 miles. He does like five to seven, whatever. Um, right. But like, if I'm not there with them every time and it's on different cars, cause every car has a different setup. Like my car, it's easy. Uh, mm-hmm. You jack it up, you get under there. There's like a, um, like a guardrail to remove to get to the filter and the drain plug itself, and then you just, you know, you take the filter off, you take the drain plug off, you let the old oil, you know, dispense. Put the drain plug uh-huh. back on. Put the new filter in after you lubricate the, it, and that was fine. You drop the car back down onto the ground Mm -hmm. Uh, you pour the new oil in that's essentially it now there's like the setup of like that takes time to get under there if you don't have like for someone that says oh it doesn't take that long we don't have like ramps to drive up onto we don't have like a lift like some people have like no we have like the little simple jack Uh so like when you're under the car on the concrete on in the driveway um because our garage bay is just like full of stuff so yeah it's just a simple car jack and like I'm laying under uh-huh. there and I'm already feeling like it's a hundred degrees. I'm sweating. 
it's gross and, and i'm like i don't care about that like i <laughs> hate feeling hot though is the thing like i i just hate the heat like i had it arranged before where i was mm. doing it like in november and april and i was like perfect um it got away from me i'm a little behind on it um and i kept telling myself i need to get it done uh-huh. before it gets too hot outside and i just kept putting it off so it's my own damn fault and i know that um but i knew i was traveling 200 miles one way and it had been close to 10,000 miles. And I was like, yeah, I, I can't do this. It's pushing it. Um, but yeah, anyway, ran around, did the pack thing. And I just threw on bathing suit real quick, jumped in the pool, got out, dried myself off, got redressed. Sorry. And then was like, all right, let's get on the road. And she was like, are you all right? You seem like really bent out of shape. I was like, no, I just, I thought I had more time. Like I, so I started racing around like a maniac. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this is why I like to leave at nights where like my days already <laughs> happen. I'm already packed. Everything is together. I know in my mind we're going now. Like we, if we leave at uh-huh. six, we'll get there. We'll get there at 10. It's the end of the day. I, I just, I don't like leaving early in the day because one, I'm not a morning mm-hmm. person. Like my body isn't used to moving until early afternoon. And when I say moving, I mean like really up and moving Me and my either. brain's working because I'm, I'm like foggy until noon and then I'm alert until 2 AM. So at least, um, anyway, wow. I just, yeah. Talk e- like even with the I kid, I'm or still not a morning person. <laughs> I, I believe it. <laughs> I yeah, uh, I, I, that's where we're both the same. Like I, I've never been a morning person. Even with a kid, I'm still not a morning person. Jen has been the morning person uh, ever since we've known Forever. each other. She is. She can. She's usually been like going to sleep early, and uh, on the night owl, she'll wake up early. I'm sleeping in. And, you know, there's obviously times where I'm just like, all right, got to get up because, you know, he's doing something. I got to get him to do something. But sometimes, you know, she'll just be like, all right, I know you're not going to get up. So I'll, I'll take him downstairs and, you know, they'll come up in like another hour and wake me up. Because, uh, you know, I, I had a gig this past Friday. And uh, so mm-hmm. I woke up around like he, he's been waking up at like 530 in the morning. So uh lucky for us so he'll just come in and uh you know he'll sometimes he'll come in and he'll sleep in between us every once in a while then there's times where he won't sleep and he'll just want to ask for the tv and we'll put on the tv because he'll just watch the tv while we're kind of you know coming in and out of sleep but then you know he'll want to go downstairs so then uh you know she just let me sleep while uh because she knew i wasn't getting up anyway because i didn't get in until late on friday uh but you know uh yeah it's what they usually say like you're usually forced into being a morning person uh when you have kids it was it's been forced on me but it's still not making me a morning person i will never be a morning person i'll always be that night owl that uh and you know uh 
people have always been getting on me about like, well, you got to get your rest and you got to, you know, do this and that. I'm like, well, it's not like at night I'm twiddling my thumbs and everything. I'm actually doing work for myself because sometimes it's just the only time that I get to, you know, do things outside of the, you know, family guy type of stuff. So it's the only time that I get to, you know, do music or do this or do that. So. I mean, there are so many factors into like, and I I can't even spell them out because sometimes it doesn't even make sense. And I think it's just a matter of like, if you are, if your diet is consistent, if your um, physical activity is consistent, which like neither of those are, are consistent for me. So like my Mm -hmm. sleep, my sleep rest is not like, it's never the same. So when I wake up in the morning, um, I can have great sleep, but if uh, I was like real sedentary, when I say real, I mean like way more than normal. And if I'm not eating as great as I normally would, um, then I feel like not great. Right. Um, But like, yeah, other times, other times it's like, if I am in a really active, consistent mode and I am eating generally really, really well, um, I could steadily get six hours of sleep on a regular basis. And I like if someone said, hey, you need to be up at five in the morning, I'll be like, OK, and I'll be fine. It's when I do the other thing that I mentioned previously, where it's like if someone said I have to be up at five, I'll be like. All right, but like just fair warning mm-hmm. uh if, if, if you're I'm, not ready for it then yeah then it's like okay all right now i gotta like reprogram everything and when you well, had it in your mind they're like okay i have enough time to do this this and that but then when somebody tells you within a couple hours oh you gotta just reset everything like okay now i gotta reset everything in my mind yeah i i hate that <laughs> i i am um just no holds barred anymore like grumpy and everyone knows it um, whereas I used to be fairly, and maybe this is just coming with age for me because, um, I'm closer to 40 than I am 30. Right. So, <laughs> and, and anyone with kids or multiple kids, um, will probably say, wow, this guy is real whack. Um, I think it's probably because I don't have that responsibility and that obligation that it's like, oh man but it's like i just said i know if i take good care of myself if i am consistently active if i am consistently eating well so i like try not to be grumpy but i like everyone knows like like they'll, they'll say you okay and i'm like barely slept like i'll message you regularly mm-hmm. with, uh regularly like if i don't sleep i'm like i slept awful last night and i'm like and when I don't sleep awful and I feel terrible, I'm anxious about work because I know I'm not going to perform at my yeah. best. It's it's like uh-huh. Tom and, and I know this is not the first time we've talked about this, but Tom and Bert have talked about and Tom especially was like, I think the like the biggest quality of life is getting really decent sleep because you just function better yeah. the next day. Um I I just do want to give uh Jen a shout out for allowing you sleeping and not forcing you to get up unless if she needs the help i'm sure if she needs the help and you know she needs the help yeah. you're not gonna you're not gonna be like 
take care of it yourself. Shut up. Leave me alone. Like, you're not that kind of person. You'll be yeah, like, I'm not right. a total whoopsie. Like, oh, I mean, you're going to take care of the kid. I got to work. But <laughs> uh, but now, uh, yeah, I mean, she is a hell of a player because like like anybody says, like, it has to be a team to be like, yeah, I mean, yeah. But, you know, she is just a awesome mom through and through. You know, this is uh, I just think this is what she was meant to do. She loves being a mom. She loves, you know, she eats, breathes, sleeps, just, you know, taking care of him. And that I mean, not saying it's a bad thing. That's just what she loves to do. She doesn't think about anything else like and she couldn't even think about doing anything else. But, you know, doing, you know, you know, working uh for the daycare taking care of kids and being a mom that's just her you know and she is you know just i'm just giving her the shout out that she deserves she's you know been awesome and and knowing that the fact that she is going through this process all over again you know uh you know it's definitely a little bit different this time around because she's having a lot more pregnancy symptoms this time around she wasn't as like you know, she didn't really have as much sickness last time where this time she is like having a lot more like nauseous days and days where she's like, OK, I'm definitely feeling it today. And, you know, so and they always say like the second time is a lot different than what the first time is. And, you know, I guess, you know, in my scientific brain, when I think of that, it's like, you know, your your body already in, in the second time coming around your body already knows a lot of the processes of going through that stuff again so it's like okay now we know what your body's going to go through we've done this again uh, we've done this before so this is what we're going to do blah 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 uh you know but she is a she is a trooper yeah um i mean and i hey i have not read up on like any of the stuff so i am strictly speculating here um, they say our bot, and maybe you know a little bit more about this because biology. They say our bodies change, like our our hormones and stuff change, like on average, like every seven years. So, mm-hmm. if we go, if we go back, um, if we go back three years now to when Jen was pregnant with Little Tone, she would have been thirty three. Because she's 36 now, right? Yeah, like 32, 30. Yeah, so like 32, 33. Mm-hmm. So if she's going through it now and she is 36, like, and and maybe the first pregnancy actually did change like a lot of the hormones. So that's making the second pregnancy a little bit different on her end, right? Um, just mm-hmm. shot mm-hmm. in the dark here. And just we're all guess. like different situations, different, yeah. You know, it's like different situations, uh, just like you were saying, you know, we just from being parents, you know, your diet is not always consistent because you're worrying about making sure he's eating. I mean, he eats better than we do. So <laughs> so, you know, it's like we're usually well, just, you know, the ones scrapping on whatever. And, you know, so the diet's been a little different, uh, you know you're active but not as active because there's times where he's like i just don't feel like doing anything we'll just you know let him blah 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 uh so 
Yeah, I mean, and then plus being older, so you know your your body it takes a toll on your body with everything. But you know, just like we say, I mean, this will probably be like a whole women empowerment episode for us. But <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, the, the the things that they can you know withstand for their body, I, I and knowing that I've and I'm not going to get you know gross or anything about this, but knowing that I've witnessed. I, uh, you know, got it in the hospital, a child birth, they, yeah. they are, you know, uh, I, I would not be able to go through what she did that day. It, it was, oh, it was incredible. Then it definitely showed me how much strength that that woman can go through and, you know, how much, you know, pain a woman can endure to, you know, what, what, and I, I don't think, I, I mean, I, I mean, I, I'm pretty strong but that's a lot of strength for a woman to uh go through and be able to uh do that and for women that have multiple 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 kids hey t- uh, hats are off to you <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i mean my brain just went to like another place and i was like i definitely don't want to get into that and um no, I want I want it to be a little bit more uplifting. If I want to talk about like my mom and I almost dying during like my birth, that's a different thing. Um that was just mm-hmm. like um yeah, that's that's for another time. Like we're celebrating here, right? Um so I yeah. agree cuz my, like, my mom had my mom had not not even sorry. <laughs> I think that was just a like interference right there. <laughs> I was just going to say like my mom had four and um, like mm-hmm. all of hers were all of her uh, labors were super different. So um, uh-huh. nobody else almost died like her, her like her and I did, um, which I, I mean, I'm being a little selfish here, but I'm kind of glad that we didn't. <laughs> but <laughs> No, um, but hey, I mean that's not that it's common, but it's you know it's something that you always have to worry about because you're you know losing a lot of blood at that time. You know, the, it, it can potentially have. There's been times where women, unfortunately, you know, pass because of it because their bodies just can't handle it sometimes. And you got to think before years and hundreds of years ago, I. Uh, most of the time the women wouldn't even make it through it because they didn't have the medicine we have today, you know, to be able to go through that. But, uh, you know, so I'm glad we're both glad yes. that you both are, are here. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, selflessly, I would say if one of us had to go, I would prefer it were me because my mom had already had my two older sisters. Like I would never have wanted, um, me to survive over my mom and then my dad have to raise the three of us on his own while he was the one just out like working all the time and she was the one at home taking care of us like i don't know who would have raised us at that point and i probably wouldn't be who i i right 100 wouldn't be who i am today i shouldn't even say probably (laughs) um but all of the things (laughs) that make me me um would have absolutely been compromised uh from the get-go if that were the case right um so i was um what they call a stargazer like i was facing up 
but you're supposed to be rotated the other way. Um, so gotcha. There was a pro- there was a problem delivering me because I was not turned the right way. Um, and my mom gotcha. was beyond the my mom was in. I don't know if it was a timing matter or because I was ready to come out that they couldn't give her an epidural <laughs> to like help ease the pain. Uh, okay. So she was, um, uh, she was struggling. She was struggling, man. Um, she yeah. was in labor for 26 hours with me. <laughs> um, so I, I don't know how wow. long Jen was in for wow. with little tone, but, um, yeah, I was, I, she went in the, the night of the 25th of February around like 10 30 or 11 o'clock. And then I wasn't born until 1 AM on the 27th. So she was in labor all day through the 26th. <laughs> so yeah, we, yeah, I mean, I we was, went into the hospital that morning. Like, uh, I, cause like I said, Jen was in Jersey that morning and then she came back and then we went to the hospital. I think we didn't get to the hospital to about 10, 10 30. And then I still remember uh, this story. It's so good. Yep. <laughs> and then, you know, we were, you know, cause she wasn't thinking that we didn't, both of us didn't think we were going to be having him that day. She thought it was like, Oh, okay. Maybe it just, because we had just had an appointment that Friday and, you know, we were expecting to start, you know, um, you know, quarantining ourselves because at the time pandemic we they were suggesting that we quarantine for two weeks before you know the due date uh just so nobody gets covid because if i got covid or she got covid i mean obviously she would have been there but i wouldn't be wouldn't have been able to see my son be born so we just said hey we were right at that time i think that monday we were going to start quarantining and you know she came in and you know we went to the hospital and they were like yep you're ready to go and i'm like oh my god <laughs> at that point i was well, sobered up so uh, we've told the story on the pod before <laughs> yeah yeah but um, it's still fun it's still but, fun to quick recap that you you were having one little last hurrah the night before with uh me and two of our other uh good good friends at the time uh-huh. um because that was that was like three weeks yeah. before the and due date. So we were like, this later, is I'm it, in the hospital. he's going away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with a son yeah, born, I mean, because we thought, okay, um, 36 weeks. There, I mean, at least I knew. At least I knew. I mean, uh, I'm not – it's not like it was like the week before or something. I'm like, all right, the month – like the month, uh, you know, the beginning of the month, good. We'll be fine and everything. Next day I was in the hospital and, you know, she was – you know things didn't really start getting like like really really serious until like midday and then she started you know really she only was really pushing for like two hours and then he was good so uh and then once he was out you know uh everything changed (laughs) like you say it just like clicks in you and that's what everybody had told me that that's what everybody told me like it'll just click in you for a sec because i was really worried because i've i don't like i'm you and me are the same like we don't really like uh do the whole kid thing or baby thing i've never been that type of person i'll be like "Uh, yeah that's cool baby all right but i'm okay bye but when it when he was born all that came out of me and like 
I was just like, it's like I knew what to do. It was so crazy. And, and uh, I had <laughs> uh, once we hadn't. Yeah, exactly. And then once we had him home uh, after two days of being in the hospital, uh, I think maybe within that first week, I had my first anxiety attack. because it was so weird because you know they again you can read so many baby books but it won't tell you what to do when that baby is born you know you just go off of instinct like you can read until you're you know uh you know you know every little thing but you don't know anything until they're born uh and you know i was just started getting like a panic attack because you know i couldn't fall asleep because i was so worried uh he was gonna you know pass in his sleep or something because you know i started reading about like the sids and everything where and how you know sometimes the babies will just stop breathing for a few minutes and they'll come and they'll start breathing again i'm like what if we word if we're sleeping and he's not breathing we're not gonna be able to and like i literally had like a panic attack like i could not i did not want to go to sleep because i was so afraid he was gonna stop breathing and we weren't gonna be able to like know he was not he was doing that and i think i was like that for almost 24 hours it was so weird i've never had a panic attack like that where i was like literally Mm. shaking like i could not control it and she had to literally calm me down. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I mean, I uh, obviously I can't speak to it because I don't have any little ones of my own like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, there are times where it's just kind of like. What if so and so dies in her sleep overnight, and you, like you're not there to save them, kind of thing? Like, mm-hmm. and obviously, when you have an infant like that's not even a week old, and you should be just staring over them, like, you good, you good, you good. That's like, what I was literally I, doing. Like, I, 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 I every get, five seconds, like any I, little I, noise I get, they made, <laughs> any little noise, were like. <laughs> It was insane. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it, it'll be curious to see if you're a little bit more relaxed this time around. Um, yeah, I would like to hope I'll probably yeah, be a little more know. relaxed, but we'll see. I don't know. I'll, I'll let you know. <laughs> I'll text you at like two o'clock in the I morning. Mean, probably. <laughs> I'm having a panic attack again. <laughs> I'll, I'll, <laughs> it's happening again. I can't, I can't take it. It's happening again. Um, <laughs> Press record. <laughs> I think that's but, the episode title. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I am writing a pen instead of texting because <laughs> sometimes I feel like that's better. Plus, we're on our phones more than we should be anyway, right? Um, and you can dude, usually write. You can usually write better than you can tell. Not write better, but you can write faster than what you can text sometimes too. So, well, it just depends on like if 
because I do like the swipe text thing, I have been for like at least five, maybe ten that. years, where you just like where you just trace. I've been I've been doing it, that too. Yeah. I I mean it's been with Androids for like a decade. So once it came out, and I was like, "Whoa, this is so fast!" Like I've been using it, but uh huh. If you trace the word and it gets it wrong, and you're just like backspacing, it's almost like I should just be yeah. writing this out or just. But sometimes you don't have two thumbs to type because that's uh-huh. I think that's what a lot, a lot of people are used to just go. Uh, for me, I just like index finger. And it auto spaces. Yeah. So, so many people so were so used do to this, doing like release, the Blackberry phones. Release. OK, yeah, because when you had like the Blackberry so the, phones well, and everything, you used to doing the whole thing yeah. like that. <laughs> well, it's funny you mentioned that the Blackberry Pearl. They tried to like change the game and do two letters per key, and nobody knew what to do with it. Mm. And then, and then, like soon after that, soon after that, the touchscreen started becoming like, yeah, we're replacing yeah. touch keys entirely. I think I had one of the last phones that had a slide out QWERTY keyboard, um, where I could mm. slide the screen and just type this way. I love that phone too. Uh, like I, I thought it was so cool. It was like a little. It was like a Microsoft based phone. Like I had like Windows on my phone. I was like, this is like a computer. It was like pretty neat. But then after that, it, I think I got a Motorola. Right. It's almost like a mini Droid laptop in X. your phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then it, uh, at, like from then on, it was just full blown touchscreen and. It's weird to think like I like a lot of people were like trying to avoid it. Um, like my dad, even geez, my dad was avoiding getting a phone that was full blown touchscreen. And now he has an iPhone for work and an iPhone, like a personal iPhone. And he it's mm-hmm. just what he knows. And he yeah, I, I, I think the big thing with him was like we we used to get like the daily times like morning newspaper he canceled that because he's like i'm just like like everything you need to know about everything is right here um i i don't know how the still get the newspaper i don't know how the newspaper companies because now he'll do it on the ipad i don't either i i do not know how they're still in business but obviously people are still obviously you know older generation are still, uh, you know, buying newspapers. Uh, but yeah, I mean, my dad, once my dad was able to start well, getting his newspaper, you know, articles and stuff on the iPads and stuff, I mean, he didn't really do much of the newspapers, but I think he still does them every once in a while. But yeah, most of his things, if it's not on the TV, if it's not on like the iPad or something on his computer, that's where he gets a lot of his news now. Yeah, well, I think it's, I think it's important to acknowledge that maybe... Um, he's doing it from like an old school perspective of like, Hey, in 10, 20, 30 years from now, we want a hard copy of this edition of the newspaper rather than if it's just like the news is just generic, then like, it's just waste of space. Right. But there are Mm -hmm. certain current events, whether it be local, national or international, like world stuff that it's like, Hey, you go out and get that newspaper. Right. Cause that's like monumental stuff happening there Mm -hmm. 
um, having those hard copies, it's pretty cool. I, we have like some. I, I think my dad's kept some of them. Um, but yeah, we, I, uh, I used to go with him. We used to paper bag the the newspapers and then take them and drop them off once we were done with them, like to recycle them. Um, but yeah, how gotcha. do how do we get here? I for, I forget what were we talking about. We were talking about. Come on, backtrack um, us here. I knew how it's. St- I I forgot how it started. <laughs> I I you were mentioning oh, something man. and I back. I'm, I'm trying to. Off uh, of it. It, it was oh, okay. Oh. Okay, so the newspaper thing came from the phone thing because I was resistant to getting a phone that was full blown touchscreen, and then I brought up my dad, who also was, but now yeah. he just scrolls through and does the news. He saw the newspaper thing. Okay, so backtrack before the phone. We said BlackBerry because I was yes. talking about the one BlackBerry phone. Okay, so we're so we were talking about this, and then I was talking about swipe texting, and then. Before that, I was talking about, yeah, I'm just writing this down because sometimes it is faster than texting. That's how we got there. Okay, and we did. That's it. how we, we got it. Because, yeah, because because writing it down is faster than texting. Right. There you go. And what I we got what it. I wrote down was was it's happening again is uh, hopefully you not having a panic attack with your second one <laughs> like you have with your first yeah. one. So uh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Title got out of the <laughs> rabbit hole. Let's get back on track here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's get back to my anxiety. One, two, three, go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, perfect. That's just fine. Yeah. Aw- awesome. Um, but no. Uh, so, I mean, when did, if you guys haven't uh, got it um, yet, uh, you know, I'm having I we me and my wife announced that we're having a uh, a second child. We don't know uh, which one we are having uh, yet. We'll find that out in a couple of weeks. Uh, but we announced to, you know, the Facebook world that we are expecting and the, we're expecting in January. The, the of socials for <laughs> the socials that we are expecting in uh january 2024 so yeah uh uh, definitely excited uh you know lots of emotions you know can't say that i'm like scared but it's like more the fact that like okay you're gonna be having another kid running around more so because even when we were taking the pictures of little little man with uh the whole thing I'll, i'll put up the little announcement that we did uh but you know, Jen was saying, "Oh my God, it was so much easier doing the announcement last time." I'm like, "Yeah, because we didn't have a kid last time to run around and say, hey, get, get, take here and take the picture.' Like, because <laughs> he didn't want to take, he didn't want to take it at first. He's like playing with all the stuff. We're like, dude, just keep it there, take the picture, and then it's all you have to do. And then you know him, he's like, "All right, let me just play around with this for like five minutes." We're like, no, like take, like so. Yeah, this is it was a lot easier is, last time. This is where you insert the pictures that you are speaking of into the episode so that if uh your kids now ever see yep. all of these um you know documentation, right? Um that's one of the cool things that we talk about with doing this is like Absolutely. uh we we don't write journals. Um 
But pardon me. If anything were to ever happen to either of us, like uh, people could go back and watch on these episodes and kind of get an idea about like our personalities and like our passions and our love for not just music and dance, but like certain qualities of life that we really, really appreciate. Like, um, I don't know, like our friendship is a pretty good one, right? Uh, it's been, yeah, geez, uh, 30, 34 years now, right? Uh, no, it's, it's coming up Close on 35. 35, because in sixth grade, I was 11 turning 12 in February. So I was actually just trying to figure this out, like how how far apart in school that Lil Tone would be from your second born. With Lil Tone's birthday being early August, do you think you're like, I don't know if this is even a question that I should ask on air. Or like, I don't, I don't mean this to come off sensitive because like I know that they wanted me to be held back. Um, I know they wanted you to be held back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your birth was July. Like, mine was February. I was also being tested for being super slow. Like, they were, like, I was on that spectrum yeah. of being. I mean, I was, I was in, you know, like, the transition type of classes, too, because I, I was, you know, kind of held back for, like, the reading and writing, I believe. So, I mean, I just was, I think, across the board developmentally very behind. So there was like definitely a level mm-hmm. of concern with throwing me into like kids my age. Um, right. I I just I I've always looked back to that and I've um, looked back at kind of like how my life has progressed. And I've I've always been behind the curve as far as like things that I was like, oh, I feel like that should have happened in my life a little bit beforehand. But I at least got to that point. Like, I feel like I got to a level of like by senior year in high school, I was like, well, I'm pretty okay that I wasn't held back. Like, I feel fine where I am, like mentally, intellectually kind of thing. Not that I was like a scholar and a gentleman at 17, but um, yeah. well, anyway, well, here's something crazy for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my one of my my kindergarten teacher uh, told my mom that uh, now it's either she's like saying, like, yeah, I'll, I'll be surprised if he graduates. And, and she told that to my mom. And, you know, when. I actually graduated from high school. She went back to that kindergarten teacher and she was like, yes. Yeah, so what, <laughs> you know, he, he actually, Dude, graduated. I wish you, you were the one that said he may not. I wish you took your diploma and you were just like, boop, <laughs> just bopped them on the forehead, <laughs> on the, right on the nose. <laughs> 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 literally, <Boop>. literally. <laughs> yeah, that'd have been great. But I didn't know that at the time. My mom told me like a couple years ago. She's like, it, it, I remember, I remember her telling me that, and you know, I think that just sparked more in her to be like, hey, that's not gonna happen. Not my kid. Blah blah blah. So you know, she just made sure I always, you know, was doing the best that I could. But you know. 
Yeah, I mean, I had my moments and I had my, you know, things of always being, you know, because I was always one year behind. Uh, but, you know, with a lot of people that were saying, like, oh, you know, he may not be able to do this. He may not be able to do that. But then my mom's always saying, like, you know, look at you now, like you're graduated, uh, you know, you're doing science, you're doing this and everything, you know it's almost like the things were stacked against you. And now I look at you like you're, you graduated college, you got your master's and everything. When people were saying like, Oh, you probably won't even make it to, uh, you probably won't even graduate high school or something, or you won't yeah, well, uh, graduate on time. My, my reading and comprehension was through the ground. Just terrible. I mean, when it came to writing an essay, like I had to process in my head, like a sentence, before I wrote it out, like I couldn't just like uh-huh. think and write. I think I talked about this before, like 11th grade PSSAs. We had to do like a writing section and mm-hmm. I was in a room with a lot of kids that were just kind of like, we don't care about this test. Like it doesn't affect our grades. And I was just like, no, I'm being like put up to a challenge. I want to be able to answer this like to the best of my knowledge. Like that was just right. the kind of person I was, especially because I think by then I was aware that like, like the, my elementary school wanted to hold me back. And my mom was like, Nope. And despite my reading and comprehension, the other stuff were working. Like I was in senior year in, AP Calculus, AP Physics, AP Government, Honor Spanish. The only academic thing that I was in yeah. was English. And it's because it's primarily reading comprehension, writing, organizing thoughts. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So when, when it comes to like my creativity and how I want to acknowledge all of the pieces of the music as much as I can, like it, like, my stuff is very detailed, which mm-hmm. in my brain looks great, but because it's not, it's not organized and maybe not aesthetically pleasing. It's where a lot of people would watch it and be like, this is very messy. This is like a little sloppy. And I'm like, that's how my essays looked in high school. Sorry. Yeah. And it's then a, like, you know, <laughs> it could be all over the place, but as long as you understand it and knowing that, you know, that's sometimes how you work out things that it has to be like a lot of gibberish and all this. But then once you scrape off all the, you know, stuff, then it comes into this, you know, shell of what the product is, you know, so then that's kind of somewhat what, you know, the music productions like too. you're, I'm always throwing a lot of concepts out there and just seeing what works. And then once I'm scraping off the loose ends and then you get this one little packet of, you know, product to work with and that's the song, you know, so there's a whole bunch Mm -hmm. of things that go into it. You can go a whole bunch of different ways with it, but you know, as long as you totally understand what you're doing and if it works for you, then that's how you, I, you know, work with it. You know, I always felt that there's, there's never not one way to do something. Some, person might not Mm -hmm. understand how to do it the one way where they found some some way that it works better for them to comprehend it then keep on doing it you know uh 
you know, there's always certain things that are right and wrong ways, but if it's an unfamiliar way of doing it, but it works for you, go for it, you know? Right. And I mean, I, I'm also, um, I think right now in a place where like I'm working mostly with dancers that I have only worked with for like a couple of years. So they're not, mm -hmm. they're not established to my expectation of my, of like the demand yeah. for my creativity to be conveyed the way that it will make it look like quality. Um, because maybe someone they had before me was doing something mm -hmm. like way, way simpler not a knock. It's just we all work like we're artists. We all work differently. Um, I've also done projects yeah. before that I was like, this is not in my comfort zone. And it's very like fun, loose and and like they've succeeded. And like those are the ones that remind me like, hey, don't be afraid to go that route because it's not necessarily you're lazy because you're less complex. It's because the audience watching the piece is seeing something that looks aesthetically more appealing on the eye. And I'm like, I tr like, I, tr yeah. I battle with that all the time with my creative. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's get out. Like, Absolutely. I, I know like we just by accident segued into that little mini music and dance talk, but it's who we are. And it also drives back to where mm -hmm. we were when we were kids growing up. So absolutely. Um, little tone being younger. I think you were telling me earlier, he's not like the youngest or the oldest in his class. He's like right in the middle, which is great. He's like basically on par, there, uh -huh. right? Good. Yeah. I mean, from what like his, you know, developments are doing really well. And, you know, we were we've been not necessarily worried, but like always just making sure since he was kind of born early at 36 weeks, we were always just making sure that, you know, he doesn't get, uh, you know, fallen behind a lot, too. And and Jen makes sure, you know, he's always uh, up to par with a lot of his uh, things. And, you know, he's getting some things. He's still kind of learning out some certain things, too. But I think it's just coming with age. Some kids get it faster than others. But overall, you know, I think he's doing mm -hmm. really well. And, you know, we, me and Jen both had our times of like in school where we had, you know, assistance and help and stuff. So, you know, we obviously know if he ends up having that type of same, you know, thing, we understand it because we had, this, we, we had to go the same route. So, you know, it's, it's not a problem when you need some help. Uh, but, you know, he, he's always been really creative and, uh, you know, he's, starting to get into the he loves doing like art and you know drawing a little bit he, he probably gets that a little bit from me because i always loved like art and drawing and stuff uh so he definitely seems to have that creative that. side to him a little bit and uh you know so it's cool to kind of see little things of him his personality starting to poke out and you can start nitpicking of like oh, okay i think he's getting a little bit from me he's getting a little bit of this from jen and so it's cool. So it'll be uh, interesting and very uh, cool to see how this next one, uh, you know, starts to develop and what things we'll find out from this next one is going to be like, OK, I see this in, uh, you know, 
this person in me and then this coming from Jen. So it like, again, it's like restarting the cycle again, you know? So it's one thing like you just got out of, you know, kind of uh, the whole like, you know, well, he's starting to sleep through the night now. Every once in a while, you'll have like a bad night. But then it's like, okay, now we're going right back into, you know, not sleeping much at night. He'll be up like, uh, or he or she will be up like every two to three hours. And you're just like going through the room like a zombie. And then we're like, not looking forward to it, but it's what you got to do. <laughs> Right. Again, well, I think we'll be more ready for it this time. You know, I think um, it'll be trickier because you're going to have the baby in your room with both of you and you're going to want little ones to yeah. not be woken up considering he's an earshot away. Right. Like that's that's going to be. Yeah. And he will. We. Yeah, we, he will be up. We. I think yeah. we've come to that conclusion. He will be up every once in a while i i don't think every single time but he's he's been the kind of kid where the uh he's not a light sleeper but he's not a heavy sleeper either but i think if he's so into the what's going on any little noise is gonna be like oh what are you guys doing let me help (laughs) right and i think he's like he's at a good age where he will be able to help us so it might actually be an advantage point to us like hey uh get the baby's bottle here or something or hey uh watch him for a sec or not necessarily watch him but that would be pretty bad but (laughs) uh like kind of doing little things to kind of just help us to be able to do something so i I think with him being you know turning three next month and by the time you know the baby's uh you know starting to really do a lot more this time next year he'll be essentially three and a half almost four four years old yeah, sure. So, so he, he will be that much more, you know, in tune. It'll almost be. And uh, I mean, it's it depends on your delivery and your approach and like what you want out of it. But it, it may inadvertently just teach mm-hmm. like big brother instinct, right? Like, hey, I got to take care of. Yeah. If if something's wrong. And as uh, number two gets older um if something's going wrong he might just step in and be like ah, i know what to do <laughs> right so um like yeah. you said it, it might help you out down down the road um I, and when i say it might i i'm sure there will come a day where it will help out um and i'm looking forward to that because um and like really not to like throw anybody under the bus here i know like you and your brother had like a good relationship but maybe not like the strongest of brotherhoods in the world um Mm -hmm. but i think that that's something maybe because you didn't have that that you will like want to thrive for for your kids to have and maybe he feels the same way maybe he's just very like uh they are gonna be individuals how like however they want to be i don't know um Mm mm-hmm but yeah, I, I think I think it's I think it's cool because it's not it's no longer just, you know, you and Jen married and it's not just you and Jen married with an infant or a toddler. It's and not that the three of you weren't a family. I think families just feel right. A little different when you have two or more 
and that's me coming from yeah. one one of four kids. I, I'm not knocking anyone who's exactly. an, who's an yeah. only child. Like I'm not saying that you didn't have a family with you yeah, and just I, your parents. I, I can see where you're coming from because, like, when you have more than obviously more than one, you have like two or three or four. Then it's like you're having so many different personalities in one house versus you know already having mom and dad's personality but then one little kid that's just like you know okay we can handle one personality but then when you poke into like two three four little small personalities then that's when the fun starts right well you're you're gonna start (laughs) dissecting like how one is more like jen and more like you and how one is maybe Mm -hmm. like kind of similar in that realm but very very different Uh, and like I, i i think i think my well, not that I think I know like my mom feels that way about like me and my three sisters, how she sees herself and my father and all four of us in completely different ways, like a lot. Right. Um, the four of us. Right. We we have some similar characteristics, but a lot of different ones, especially because, like I said, my oldest sister is 14 years, almost 15 years older than my youngest sister. So. It, it, there's such a yeah. big age gap there. And a lot of that, um, uh, I mean, admittedly, and my parents will never be mad at me for saying this. It's like, and my oldest sister would never be, I don't think she'd disagree it, because they were harder on her because she was their first one because she was like their mm-hmm. trial. And then the second time around, not that they were, less hard on my other older sister. That's not my oldest sister. Um, but mm-hmm. you, you know, there was some leniency and then I was right. I was a terror of a child and I like, I know it from the stories that I hear and I, and I'm like, yeah, I could see myself being that way. First boy. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, I was, yeah. All, <laughs> I was running and jumping all over everyone. I was biting people. Like I was not, pleasant as like it's kind of what little guys doing right now so yeah, yeah i I, yeah. I know what you're like yeah thanks yeah. thanks <laughs> um and that, but yeah i mean like, i can i understand i mean they, they they were so used to having uh two girls around then you know first boy and they're like this is totally different you know <laughs> sure and i mean i i mean My two my two older sisters are four years apart, and then I'm three years younger than my one sister. So, like, my oldest sister graduated high school in 98. My other one graduated in 2001. We graduated in 2005, and then my youngest graduated in 13. So, it's hard to, it's, it's hard to say, okay, let me put it this way. I like I as a um, okay I was fifth grade going into sixth grade when my oldest sister graduated high school I barely knew anything about the world other than I knew I was going to middle school and I was like okay what what's going to happen next like elementary school was just like a playground and we learned some things right um but then Um, let's see. My sister Kim graduated high school in 2001 
and we were just leaving eighth grade. And this was three months before 9-11 happened. So. And I actually did. I was actually trying to be in the marching band for Sun Valley. And I actually did the graduation ceremony for Kim's uh, graduation that night. So I, I was in the I I don't think I played, but I, I was part of the uh, drum line that night. Sure. Yeah, I um, I I mean we we didn't really have, um, I mean, information technology wasn't a thing yet, so like we had no concept of the world around us really, other than what our parents were nope. dragging us around to do. It was just like, oh, we're here. Pretty okay, much. we were just naive to everything right so it's so weird how you like at that point you only had like a small circle of what was going on around you yeah like we like now it's like we can see what's going on in like the world or like we have internet friends that are like around the u.s or outside of the u.s Mm -hmm. when we were in high school we only knew the circle or like a a very small pot of what was going on and everything else around was like nothing like we only knew like a small niche of like we, what we, was going on we were around blind. us we were blind to all of it we Literally. didn't have we didn't have the internet we didn't have facebook we didn't have twitter or instagram or, or any of that to talk to anybody outside of our general area yeah which is like mind-boggling to think of now because <laughs> yeah. of all these kids in high school they have so many options of how to talk to people you know so um Yeah, I don't want to get into all of that either. Um, but <laughs> like watching my younger sister go through high school when smartphones were a thing, when social media was already super relevant in the world yeah. around. Not as much as it is now, but it was getting there. Um, so she graduated. There. Mm-hmm. She, she graduated 2013. So she would have been a freshman at the end of, or June of 10. Sophomore June of eleven, mm-hmm. junior uh, June of twelve, and then graduated June of thirteen, right? So, like that era of time, like I I wouldn't I wouldn't expect my parents to raise my youngest sister the way that they raised my oldest sister based on the way that like the world moved, and that was. And that's just adaptability. So I like I don't think you're gonna run into as much trouble with number two coming in January of twenty twenty four, other than you don't have a whole pandemic to navigate at this point where you did initially because it was yeah. in the beginning, which at that point you kind of lucked out because you and I don't mean lucked out, but I mean like you're like, all right, all we can do is be at home with our infant and our like growing baby. Uh-huh. You didn't have any other yep. opportunities to be out there in the world anyway. Like I didn't meet Little Tone until the week was- before Christmas, like four months after he was yeah. born because of that. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I told Jen that right as like almost before we, you know, kind of, you know, announced to like other people the saying like, you know, hey, uh, 
you're not going to get the same, uh, you know, ride along with this time because we don't obviously we don't have the pandemic this time because she didn't work a lot. You know, the everything was shut down. A lot of her uh, job was just, you know, super either restricted, working yeah. a small amount of hours and super restricted. <clears throat> and then she had maternity leave. And so she had probably one of the best and safest and relaxing ways to just be like, okay, I don't just have to do anything. I can just sit and, you know, let this thing ride out where now, you know, she is working every day. She is doing like a little bit more movement. So uh, I think that's where, you know, it's a, it's a lot different this time where uh, she's having a lot more activity. So she's getting tired quicker. She's, you know, starting to feel like, okay, now I'm definitely starting to feel this or I'm starting to feel that where, uh, you know, last time we had the pandemic really close to it. So it was more like, okay, well, I'm already home, so I don't necessarily have to do anything. Well, and potentially her being more active is helping aid her feeling sick more frequently, too, because she's moving around way more than she was before. Yeah. Right. Could be. Or maybe right. it's just the pregnancy itself is different. There's not really any way to tell because it's just two different circumstances right absolutely wow dude uh you are about to be a dad again and i just want to uh extend again once again um and i was in the mountains when you finessed the call um the video call and you literally just turned the camera slow to wearing the shirt that said big brother coming soon it was 9 30 in the morning and i was my one eye was still opening <laughs> again y'all not a morning person sorry um but also when i when i am up there i am up until sometimes four because, mm-hmm. because you are just that at peace anyway talk about that different time yeah um extending my utmost heartfelt congratulations to you and Jen once again. Um, I am looking forward to thanks brother. At least um, uh, yeah with COVID not being a thing now and again I, I think we just kind of lined up while we were dealing with technical difficulties like yeah we're not going to see each other as much as we thought we might um, between now and then Um but I don't expect it to be more than four months, <laughs> like the last time before I get right. <laughs> before I get to meet this next one. Obviously, uh, yeah. y'all get home and settled in, and or I don't want to be that person at the hospital. Like, oh my god, where? I mean, I can if you. I totally could be. <laughs> um, but I I just know some people are like, okay, I just want to be left alone, uh, rather than, um, some people want a million people there at the hospital. So uh, we'll talk about that, I guess. And that's like, yeah, I think some of the hospitals are still doing a little bit of COVID restriction with certain things, but I don't think it's as heightened as what it was when we went in. Like we were the only ones on that floor that night. So we had all the nurses and all like, like everybody flocked into our whole room, like when she was ready. So I don't think we'll be getting that same treatment this time. And uh, at least uh, hopefully 
like for my sake we'll be able to go in and out of the hospital because we had to stay in our room the whole time Mm. once once little guy was here they put us in the uh the room the recovery room and we stayed there until we got out until we were discharged so it was like you were in like a box for like 48 hours so uh hopefully this time like i'll at least be to be able to be like hey uh you want me to like run over i'll get you some coffee or i'll do this i can actually go out of the hospital and go get us some food instead of eating hospital food for like two days yeah i mean my, so my old my oldest sister um i think it was her second born i could be wrong but she went in like water broke went in and it was like thunderstorming went in mm. they admitted her they're like yep you're in labor but you're only one centimeter dilated go home like they sent her home yeah. They were like, go home. It's going to be hours before we need to, like, actually begin the process of, I think, like, I think the it's delivery. usually, like, three. Then they're like, okay, yeah. you can stay. They, they were <laughs> like, you're only one centimeter dilated. Go away. And she was like, what? My water broke. And they're like, yeah, but you got time. Get out of here. <laughs> she was like, what? They were like, yeah, we, ma'am. We don't want you here. <laughs> with, with all due respect, you heard me. Get. <laughs> get. Get. <laughs> scatter get to getting yeah get to getting dude man uh this has been fun uh like i said congratulations yeah. um anyone that Thank has you, uh we really appreciate it yeah of course anyone that has any fun stories that they want to share with us um whether you want to drop it in the comments right underneath here on the, our youtube channel um if you are listening on spotify or wherever you get your podcasts your audible podcasts um, make sure you hit us up. You can always email us at onesetpod at gmail.com. You can find us on our socials. Same thing, same handle, onesetpod, uh, Facebook, Instagram. We're not on Twitter, not yet. Uh, if uh, you want to catch us on Twitter, if you're a Twitter person, let us know. Uh, otherwise, why, right? Um, Anth, <laughs> closing remarks. Um, Again, like I said, congrats. Uh, and hey, thank you for giving me the forewarning rather than say, oh, yeah, we're just going to dump him into the everyone finds out when everyone finds out category. Uh, that makes me feel pretty cool. Uh, and it makes me feel very loved. And uh, yeah, if you or anyone you know gives you that little like, um, what is it? I think they just did the Barbie movie uh, like premiere that's the people that star in the movie get to see the movie before it's broadcasted to the world that's how i felt when i found out about number two coming along so i am stoked well that's awesome thank you uh glad that you were able to feel that way and uh i if it were up to me i would have told you a lot sooner but we just want to make sure we were in the clear and making sure that everything was set and ready set and ready uh but yeah uh it was cool to be able to you know uh you know let you guys know and thank you for the uh congrats and all the love uh you know so on the other spectrum guys uh like jim said hit us up on the socials gmail uh make sure to hit up our patreon uh 
And if you guys want to support us uh, even further, hit up our merch store, buy some merch. We got some uh, cool T-shirts, hoodies, and we're thinking of putting out some other merch as well very soon. Uh, just finalizes on, on some, some uh, designs. But if you want to pick up anything in the store right now, go do that. And, uh, you know, thank you all for tuning in. This has been another episode of One Set. We'll catch you on the next one.